0: Hello, Fourth Waivers. You are about to hear an episode that we recorded literally years ago, and then we're only now releasing. Uh, we are ashamed of ourselves. We have no excuse. We hope that you'll like it. Um, it. I, I don't want to spoil anything, but it's really good, and we. it's one of my favorite episodes. But uh, there will be future episodes, so... Please don't give up on us. We know we suck. Uh, we do still care about gender equality. We just, we, there's really no excuse for us. But here's the episode. I hope you enjoy.
1: Hello, I'm Sarah Gamitter
0: And I'm Jason Burkett.
1: And this is 4th Wave Feminism, the podcast.
0: Where every episode, Sarah and I try to bring our different perspectives about the future of feminism into alignment. Because
1: perspectives don't align themselves.
0: <laughs> that is very true. And today we have a guest. Yay! Her name is Anna, and um, she lives in Denmark, and she totally emailed us about like why we stopped making episodes for so long. <laughs> And uh, we thought that was the coolest thing in the world, and then also, because Denmark is like the coolest place in the world, we were like, "Oh my God, maybe we can explain why we stopped making episodes for so long and see if she would come on our show and tell us all about you know her experiences in Denmark and stuff um so and I just wanna say that I often take the position of being comfortable talking for all you know speaking on behalf of all men. Um, Sarah usually doesn't like to speak on behalf of all women, but I would like you to feel comfortable speaking on behalf of all of Denmark today. (laughs) Okay. I'll try. Um,
1: but don't feel obliged to speak for all of Denmark just because Jason suggests it doesn't mean one has to do it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You can speak for however many people in Denmark you would like to, Um, (laughs) So that being said, what was it like? I mean, what what is it like now? Tell us all about feminism in Denmark.
2: Well, um, it's not really big, as big of a, an issue as in U- the US, I think, because it seems like it's been... Um, people are talking a lot about feminism in the U.S., like right now, Yeah. I feel like. Okay, and then I think it's coming to Denmark, because I think people are getting more concerned with feminism in Denmark now than they were before, because it seems like still there's a lot of people who who think that in Denmark it's Long gone, we don't have to talk about this anymore because we don't have um an unfair treatment of women anymore um so I think some people are trying to talk about it and to and say that well there's still some stuff to discuss um but but it's really the consensus is that it's quite in the past, um, that sexism uh, don't really exist anymore or affect women anymore, even though I don't think it's true. Um, But yeah.
0: So do you feel like, what do you feel like in your experience, you know, or if there's any sort of like dialogue you could speak to that like are the primary like issues that remain, I guess?
2: So, like, what people are uh, about. Yeah, yeah.
0: Like, like, I would say in the U.S., like, we talk a lot about, like, rape culture, and we talk about, like, um, sexist hiring practices and how few, like, representatives we have and how few, like, CEOs there are that are female. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, and, like, public safety and, like, women feeling safe all the time. Like, I would say those are, like, our top areas of concern. Oh, and like uh, reproductive rights, I would say. Yes. It... Well,
2: I think Denmark is a very different country in a lot of ways. Um, <laughs> actually, when I went to, uh, to Paris for a semester to study, I was really thrown by the way it was, it was so uncomfortable for me to, to just walk home uh, at night, and I had never experienced that, even though I live in, in the capital of Denmark, but that's because everybody rides a bike, so it's not dangerous in the same way because everybody's on a bike, and you can't really assault anybody on a bike, mm. so that's, like, it's not a a, a big issue, um, safety on the streets, not for me, or not, not for anyone I know, I mean, there's still, like, still happens, some stuff, but it's, it's not like we feel, or I don't feel insecure when I walk. Because I don't walk that much. I'm always on a bike. Um, so that's the thing. And um, also, well, there's a lot of, I think, there's many women in, like, um, What's it called? Not in the, not in politics. There's a lot of women in politics actually, and we had a a female um, prime minister.
0: I've heard, yeah. <laughs>
2: um, and there's a lot of women.
1: So Anna was saying that there are women in politics, and that um, Denmark has had recently now, right now, a, a female prime minister. Well, no, not
2: now. But, but uh, there was an election uh, a month ago, I think. Um, so now it's a man, ah. <laughs> but before it was a woman.
0: <laughs> okay, I I have to jump in here and ask a question because we just recorded and we haven't put it up yet. Uh, an episode about Hillary Clinton, who maybe you're familiar with. I don't know. I don't know how much like you're aware of like U.S. politics or whatever. Um, which, so she's running to be president again. And she ran last time and she lost to Barack Obama and he became president. So now she's running for president. Um, and we were talking in this episode about is there like a, you know, a feminist imperative to vote for a female candidate? Did, does that sort of like dialogue happen in Denmark? Uh,
2: yes, I have actually heard about it, but only... Um, I read an article where a woman a woman a journalist um wrote that if people think that women are going to vote for a female candidate just because she's female that's um an insultment of female intellectual intellectuality because um if a woman candidate wants to do something with the country that women don't, like, a woman don't agree on. That's really stupid for to vote, vote for that woman just because she's a woman. Um So, I mean, I think it's a really weird argument that you only have to vote for someone because of their sex, because that's that is in itself is a bit sexist, I think. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Well, but I liked having a female prime minister. So, but she, I believe in what she wanted to do with the country. So that's why I voted for her. But uh, yeah, I I don't know. I think it's. Silly, that you only have to. Vote <laughs> so for Sarah,
0: Sarah is nodding along emphatically because she. Uh, <laughs> that was our whole discussion about voting for Hillary or not in the U.S. Is like, you know, does every good feminist have to vote for Hillary? So was this last female prime minister? Was she the first female prime minister? Yes. Wow. She was. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was uh,
2: that was something people talked about a lot. And uh, uh, when there was election, I saw in a newspaper that uh, they had counted up the words that describe uh, what people immediately, immediately thought when they were presented with a photo of each candidate as a man and a woman. And when they saw a photo of the woman candidate, the, the top word in like 50 15 words was that she was a woman. That was what people thought. Like the first thought in their head was woman. But wow. when they were shown a picture of a man, it was, I think it was short because he's not very
1: tall. Um, so,
0: yeah. That's so, really interesting.
1: Yeah. People are very superficial. <laughs> <laughs> Huh. I don't know what's best or what's worse.
0: Right. <laughs> um, okay. So yeah. Sorry. You were so. Thanks for indulging that sidebar.
2: Yes. It's um. Do you, have you heard of a girl named Emma Hall?
0: No. Oh.
2: Okay. Well, she's a a Danish girl, right? uh twenty twelve uh made a a photo series about consent, uh, which has been talked about a lot in Denmark and actually in the UK as well and some other countries. Um, so it's like she has started up this uh, conversation again, not just her, but, but she's really popular um, with, the, with young people and it's like she's made feminism... Like not trendy, because it's stupid to say that it can be trendy, right. but you really did make a difference for young people to start to uh, to talk about this again um so yeah, but I don't think that I mean I haven't heard a lot about feminism in Denmark. I see a lot of things online um but. It's not being talked about that much in Danish media,
1: I think.
0: Hmm. Okay, so then I had this question. It, I mean, Sarah, you, if you want to jump in. No, um, you
1: and then I'll go.
0: Okay, uh, so I had this question about, like, you know, you're sort of describing what we always call, like, a post... Uh, like, usually we talk about, in terms of race in the U.S., but we call it a post-racial society, where it's like, Everybody's like, we've pretty much achieved equality. Like there's some discussion about like racial inequality, but you know, we've got a a black president and like we've done it, you know. Um, some people talk about some people talk about that way. And then everybody else says
1: yes, and many, many people disagree.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like Sarah and I, that we are not
1: do not think we live in a post (laughs) (laughs) race.
0: But so it sounds like the, you know, a lot of the folks in Denmark feel like they might live in a post-sexist society is kind of what you like, what I sort of was hearing you say. And that like, you know, maybe now it's picking up some speed, but like within your lifetime, um, do you feel like it has changed? You know, like, do you feel like it used to be less equal and now it's more equal or has it like not really been a consideration? Because you had kind of said like when you went to Paris for your, your study abroad program, you were like, Oh, like this is totally different, like I feel different as a woman here
2: mm.
0: um so like did you ever feel different as a woman within Denmark to like a younger woman versus an older woman like did you know or was it like your whole life it's sort of been like not really a a, a major thing?
2: It wasn't really a major thing for me um I haven't experienced any development, I think. Um, but, I mean, I'm pretty young, so I, I haven't I been around for <laughs> so long to to experience any kind of uh, of change. Um, but I think maybe, because I have a friend who grew up in, in Copenhagen, which is uh, the capital, and she said when she was younger, Um, She actually experienced more, um, like, catcalling uh, when she was 15 or something like that. And then it stopped when she got older, because, and she said maybe it's because she's not, she doesn't have a, like, she doesn't look so inexperienced or so young, so people... Don't immediately tar- target her because they know she can like handle herself now better. Um, and I, I haven't this experience because I I come from like a really small town where everybody knows each other, so nothing ever happens there. So uh, so I haven't experienced any kind of change. Um,
0: okay. Yeah. Yeah, I hope that it is because society has moved on, and not because.
2: <laughs> but I don't think it can move on so fast.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, oh, seven years later, society has changed, and now <laughs> catcalling.
1: Yeah. So, Anna, what do you think? Are, because uh, I'm in my in my head, Denmark is a pretty um, homogenous place racially.
0: It's
1: uh, And so, and and you talked a bit about the sexism. So what are the big issues in Denmark? Like, what are the things that people do talk about? What are the things that people have big debates about?
2: Right now it's really uh, 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 about the the, um, immigrants or the fugitives um, from Syria and, like, every country wants to come to Europe. Um so that's that's being debated a lot right now. We will talk about that a lot. Um so yeah, that's that's basically what politicians are talking about. That's um there's coming so many fugitives who want to many of them want to come to Scandinavia. Um Of course, sounds wonderful. (laughs) Everybody wants a piece of the
1: cake. (laughs) Uh, And I was curious, too, because so many of the countries that are considered the best for women, they are all in that same area. You know, it's Norway, Sweden, Denmark, Finland, um, Iceland. Um, And I was wondering if you have any thoughts about why that is. I mean... Do the different countries influence each other? Yes, I think so, because
2: Denmark has a very close relationship to Sweden and Norway, for example. So, and it's a really like Sweden, Swedes, and Norwegians and Danes are really similar people. Like, it's a really if Denmark is a homogenous country, then it's like Scandinavia is a homogenous place um, so yeah I think people are like looking to the neighbors to to say to see if like what they're doing and and everything is pretty similar in the like the way the country the countries are built um, with the welfare system um, and stuff like that and, and yeah, so it's pretty pretty similar. But I think historically the Scandinavian countries have had like um a really strong what is called um welfare system. Yeah. yeah. Like people have like uh, fought a lot for equality, not only like between the sexes but like class the uh, class system is I don't think you can say there's a class system in Denmark because it's like everybody is pretty similar in income. And so, but it's also a really small country. I think it's easier to make a how small a small country. It's easier to make like um, reduce inequality in a small country because like there's not so many people. <laughs> Right. And uh, in the, U- the U.S., there's a lot of like difference between the southern states and the northern states, I think. And
1: like, yes, and the, the east coast issues. and the and the more rural states. Yeah, yeah, there. It's yeah. very different everywhere you go.
2: Yeah. So yes, I think it's harder to make like reduce inequality in a really big country.
0: It's it's so funny talking to you and hearing about Denmark because it really does feel like we're talking to someone from the future. Like, <laughs>
2: <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> well you have to start paying a lot more in taxes if you want the
1: system
0: sold. <laughs> the I'm system. I'm totally comfortable with that. I think
1: <laughs> um, yes, the future or some kind of side uh, idealized version of you know because in the, in our podcast we talk about you know. What is the world like now? How would we like it to be, and how do we get there? And mm-hmm. so, in in a lot of ways, you know, looking at the various Scandinavian countries, like that's how we would like it to be. Yeah.
2: Um,
1: and then the question is, how do we get there? Being such a different, you know, a larger, more diverse, um, you know, huge wage gaps, huge income gaps. It's just, there's just so many differences between. The U.S. Yeah. and uh, and the Scandinavian countries. But look, Canada is higher up than we are, and they're also pretty big.
0: Canada's pretty big. I mean, they're a big... Yeah, they've got a big population, too, I guess, compared to Denmark.
1: Yes, compared to Denmark.
0: <laughs> but not yeah. compared... Yeah, yeah. So... But I wanted to ask, like, with that history piece that you, you know, you were both talking about, like, how did that happen?
2: I'm not sure, As I think, I think in the 70s there was a really, really, really strong, um, like, force of women uh, trying to, like, change the system, um, and that's, and that uh, really made a lot of changes in the seventies, um, and I don't know about like the men, um, but today there's like a there's this narrative of the the man who has like lost his power, and he has become the the, the weak, the weaker sex in Denmark. Right. Uh, but yeah, but that's just. Stupid. I think it's not true at all. Um, because it is still mostly men in the like the bosses in the workplace are still mostly men, and it's just recently that we had this woman prime minister. But are still a bit more men than women in in the government and um, politics politics, so um, I think it's I I don't think it's true that men are now weak or weaker than women, I think that it just takes some time to get used to their role in society Um, but I think it's I mean I don't know anybody who who doesn't want the system to be like this now. I don't know anybody who thinks that like women belong in the kitchen. Like I have always been taken seriously whenever I said anything in class, and um, like I have a, a lot of guy friends who like respect me. And so I don't. I think it's just more equal now, and then there's always. The people who want something better for themselves, and they can't see anything else but what they want. Um, so I think it's a vocal minority of men who think that they were robbed from their privileges. Um, yeah.
0: Okay. So my last question: um, Do you, like in the U.S. we talk about with that STEM sort of conversation? You know. We talk about there being some, like, I don't want to call it like internalized sexism or what have you, but you know, it's like there's the sexism of saying, like, we're not going to make you CEO because we don't think women can do the job. And then Mm -hmm. there's like sexism where women are like, I'm not going to try to be CEO because that's not of interest to me. You know, like, I just don't have that desire. Um, And Mm -hmm. so we've talked about ways that women might self select into being like teachers or being nurses or, like, choosing, like, lower-paying uh, professional sort of jobs. And I was just wondering if you've seen that. Is there, like, do you feel like that takes place in Denmark, that women, even though it's this, you know, it sounds like a more equal society in all these different ways, do you feel like women are more, like, likely to choose to be a nurse or to choose to be a school teacher, or, you know?
2: Yeah, I think so. Because statistically there are a lot of uh a lot more women in the nursery uh fields of work, <laughs> uh if you can say that being a yeah, school teacher or yeah, taking care of kids and being a nurse and yeah, it's definitely like that it's uh, more women who does that and uh, there are a lot more men who do stuff with, like, computers, uh, technology. Um, I don't think there's as many female researchers in the universities, and I think that's because I don't think uh, there's a lot of women who doesn't want to work extra um, to get to be, like, a researcher or whatever. So it's just, it's not something a lot of women strive to do. So, yeah, I think, I think it's the same.
0: Yeah, I wasn't sure, like, I was just wondering if you, like, if you're, like, 50% of our firefighters are women, you know, or if it's... Yeah,
2: no, no, no. I think it's, I think it's the same. And, uh, yeah, it's, like, there's not a lot of... I don't know any of my girlfriends that has, has um, an interest for math or technology, uh, but I do know guys who does, uh, so I think it's the same.
0: That's so interesting, yeah. though, because, like, yeah, like, then if you're saying, like, the the pay for these positions is a lot more... Like, the gap isn't so different. Like, here in the U.S., it's like, if you're a teacher, you're not getting that much. But if you work in, like, some math profession or you're an engineer, then you're making a truckload of money. But, like, mm. so it's interesting that people are still, like, going into these same sort of, like, professions, but that, like, the wealth gap isn't as big because from a payment side, not from, like, a area of interest, you know? like
2: Yeah, but I think you, you also paid more to be like in something with computers or technology, oh. then you are paid to be a teacher. Um, so there's a, a, a wage difference, um, and that's something that people talk about as well, that there's a wage gap between men and women. So yeah, that, that exists.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right.
1: So uh, Anna, I just have a quick question. So Anna, what are you? What do you want to do with your degree once you finish school?
2: I don't know. Um, maybe I want to work at a museum. Mm. Uh, actually, I do want to work with kids, like uh, <laughs> do something. Um, you know, you um, something. You can. Uh, right now, I'm, I'm working on uh, something called. Um, uh, what's it called in English? It's like to um, to tell kids about history when they come to the museum. You can like, uh, yeah, teach children about history. Yes.
1: Um it's like so, educational programming in. Yes,
2: the museum. exactly. Yeah, that's what what I was looking for. Yes, so uh, something like that maybe. I would like to work at a at a museum.
0: That's awesome. And, and you'll have a master's degree because everyone yes, because gets because everybody degree. has a master's degree.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you have to take the master's, otherwise you can't get a job. That's
0: because everybody
2: so cool. has a master's.
0: I love it. <laughs> is, is the master's, is that like a one-year thing or a two-year thing?
2: So okay. everybody goes to the university for five years.
0: Five years altogether.
2: In, but, but a lot of people... Um, prolong it if you is that a word prolong? Yeah, yeah okay so a lot of people like take um, six years uh, to get the degree sure oh and yeah have we have, no, we have uh, uh, the state gives us money to study so we don't have to pay a fee for the um, to the university and we actually get money every month to Go to school. Wow! So, so that's why a lot of people get okay, educations in Denmark. Like everybody yep. I, gets a master's degree.
0: That is amazing.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. really cool. <laughs> it is. That's that's why it feels like you live in the future. <laughs>
2: but that, that, but it's because we pay a lot of, a lot of taxes. Like. Fifty per- percent of uh, the paycheck is tax, and then, but then you don't have to pay to go to the doctors, and you don't have to pay to go to school. I'll get you. Yeah,
0: that's like, amazing. Get,
2: yeah.
0: yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, that yeah. <laughs> we're both like, okay, take it, <laughs> take it. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Well, listen, that was awesome. That I feel like that was such a great talk.
1: So <laughs> yes. Thanks so much for chatting with us. It's sure, it was fun. An international perspective.
0: Yeah. Well,
1: yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, bye. 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 bye.